Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pole Position Podcast. We're going to do it live. Phone calls, texts. Tomorrow night. Need you to be here. Eldrick is in rough shape. We'll give you what we know and some comments. And why not send small business owners' blood pressure straight through the roof? Why not do that in the middle of a pandemic? Why not? As well, right? Mm. We ain't So we're super excited because we've been doing testing and getting things ready for our live podcast tomorrow night where you can listen at 7 o'clock. It will be live. You can jump into the chat. Of course, you can chat with me. You can chat with the other members of our family. And I'm pretty sure we're doing some testing I'm pretty certain we're going to be able to take some calls. I was testing using my son, Spencer. Count to 10 for me. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. All right, perfect. That's all I got. Just testing right. something else. Thanks. See ya. See ya. That's my, we were testing it earlier. So I think we can take phone calls. And, of course, we can do uh, the chat for sure, the slash text deal easy to do. I'm going to tell you what we're going to talk about tomorrow. Get everyone primed so we're all on the same page because it's either going to work really swell or it's possible it will be a complete nightmare. Either way, it should be fun for you to listen through what could be somewhat of a Titanic type broadcast. Tiger Woods in uh, trouble in a car accident this morning in Los Angeles. The tap in for Tiger. He's made comebacks before. We thought we'd never see it. And I don't believe he thought either. Tour championship winner, Tiger Woods. So Tiger Woods was hospitalized after a single vehicle car accident in Los Angeles this morning, according to the Los Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. His uh, agent, Mark Steinberg, he says Tiger Woods suffered multiple injuries in the accident in his legs. He's in surgery, thanking you for support the whole deal. Got himself into trouble. The vehicle which Woods was driving alone sustained major damage as well. If you see the photos of his vehicle, it looks like he hit a moose. It's, It's that busted up. The question that I I hope is in the middle of your brain is why does someone like Tiger Woods, who's worth like a gazillion dollars, dollars, why doesn't he Uber everywhere? I don't understand it because every time he drives, it seems he gets into trouble. You may remember this little camera footage from the coppers. I don't want you to move your head. Okay, I want you to keep your head still. Your arms out by your side and your feet together, okay? Following the red light with your eyes and your eyes only, okay? 
you understand the instructions as I write them to you? Can you verbalize your answer, please? Follow the light. Okay. All right, I need you to follow the light. All right, you're not even looking at the light. Follow the light. You're not even you're not even moving. All right. You got to follow with your eyes and your eyes only, okay? Yeah, I'm following the line. Yeah, he's following the line. Remember, he got pulled over. He was taking the medication wrong or something. Driving is not for Tiger. Yeah, I'm following the line. It's not for Tiger. I mean, I love Tiger Woods. There was nothing better than in the heyday of Tiger Woods on a Sunday afternoon, sitting your butt down on the couch and watching this man, a magician, uh, do what he does on a golf course. A great Sunday was when Tiger was starting off the day three or four back because you felt whoever was in the lead, you felt for them because you knew the gallery was completely with Tiger and everybody was waiting for him to win and come back and win. Follow the line. Follow the line. But this car accident and, of course, uh, multiple surgeries on your legs, never really a a good thing for sports professionals. That said, we love a comeback. And if there was one man who could work out, get into a swing, etc., etc., you would think it might be Tiger Woods. It might just be Tiger Woods. Wrong Tiger. Wrong Tiger. But the taste of Tony's Frosted Flakes. They ride. And you. (laughs) (laughs) Tiger Woods at a press conference once. I don't even know why I have this. Look, I hope he gets better. I'm a big fan of Mr. Eldrick Tiger Woods. He's in rough shape. He also had a great line once. He got out of a uh, tournament. He said he was injured. And when asked about his injury, he said his stomach muscles had detracted. That's why he couldn't play. My stomach muscles have detracted. You don't know how many times I've used that as an excuse. John, can you go uh, shovel that snow? Sorry, honey. My stomach muscles have detracted. I can't. I can't do it. (laughs) Tomorrow night, we're doing a live show. We're doing it live. So here's what you need to know. We will tweet out around 7 o'clock. Around 7 o'clock, we will tweet out a link. I will email a link. So if you're not part of our Brain Trust email list, send me an email right now. Nightside at email.com nightside at email.com tomorrow around seven i will send out an email with a link and i will tweet out a link and i will post on my instagram a link you're going to hit that link and boom you're going to be put right into the live show we'll be doing it live i think if my test tells me correctly we'll be able to take phone calls count to 10 for me one, two, three, four, five. Like if six, Spencer can seven, get eight, through, nine, if Spencer can get through, you can get through. So I'm pretty sure we're going to be able to take phone calls tomorrow night as well. It's a little test. It's going to be a 40 minute test drive just around seven. So if you're not on my Twitter at John Paul, go hit that. If you're not on my Instagram at the Pole Position Podcast, go hit that. 
If you're not on our Brain Trust email list, let me know. I'll put you on nightside at email.com. I, I, it might just be me and just Drew tomorrow night. We don't know. Here's the good news. Here's how it works. We do it live, and then it gets posted as a podcast. So even if you can't be there, you can still hear how it goes. Could be the Titanic. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> We've never done this before, and I think I'm adding more layers, phone calls and texts, and, but that's what makes it fun. So we'll see what happens. And here's what we're going to talk about. They are now suggesting that we cancel Greece. Mm-hmm. You know Greece, Olivia Newton-John, John Travolta, every woman on the planet loves not only the movie, but they also love the soundtrack. Well, they're suggesting that we should cancel that baby. Why would we cancel Greece? Well, uh, suggesting it should be banned over misogyny, homophobia, slut shaming, and quote, it's a little rapey. I don't even know if rapey is a word. So we're going to get your feedback tomorrow night as to whether or not we should cancel Greece. Make sure you're with us. 7 o'clock, it's the Pole Position Podcast live on a Wednesday. I'm recording this on a Tuesday. So it is Wednesday, Feb 24, live at 7 p.m. Email, nightsideatemail.com. You get on the list, send you the link. Follow me on Twitter, at John Pohl, at J-O-N-P-O-L-E. You follow there, you'll see the link. Boom, you hit it. Or, of course, on Instagram, at the Pole Position Podcast. Boom, link, deal. Join me tomorrow night. So I suggest that perhaps now is not the best time to add extra stress to the lives of our small business owners across the country. However, it seems that in the midst of a pandemic, we really must remember, and this is true in every sense of the word and in every situation, no matter where you are in life, you need to remember everyone cuts their own deal. Don't ever be fooled that the world is equal. It is not. Everyone cuts their own deal. But imagine you're that small business worker, uh, owner. You've been grinding it out. You've been trying to keep your business afloat, keep your employees employed, uh, service your customers, and you're open and you're closed and you're open and you're closed and you're buying new PPE and all that craziness. And then you read this headline. Your blood pressure might go straight through the roof. The headline. Federal workers paid $819 million to stay home during the pandemic under the 699 clause. The 699 clause. Good golly, Miss Molly. More than one in three federal public servants were granted paid time off during the first nine months of the COVID-19 pandemic. Cost 800 million bucks, according to the Treasury Board. Now, did you get paid time off during the pandemic? If you did, you're lucky. Did you get paid time off? Civil servants were told to work from home if possible. They wanted to avoid spreading COVID-19 throughout the government offices. All right, that seems reasonable. But here's the part, the 699 deal that probably has business owners' blood pressure going through the roof. Employees for the government, federal government, who were unable to work remotely were still paid 
under a provision known as the 699 pay code. That allows people to leave with pay. The number of workers approved for the 699 deal, 73,000. That was the peak in April. By November, it was just 9,000. 117,000 or roughly 40% of the federal employees uh, spread across 86 departments and agencies were approved for the leave. That number was reduced by 95% by uh, early this year, according to some stuff the Canadian press dug up. So they, they could work from home. That seems reasonable. Or they could just get leave and not do anything but get their full pay on the 699 pay code deal. Here is a little bit of the good news. In order to use that leave, you have to use all your sick time and all your vacation time. But if you're telling me I could stay at home, not work, because why, why would you not be able to work from home? I guess depending on the job, maybe you just can't do it because you need to be in a building. Uh, Maybe you don't have internet access, like you live somewhere in the boonies and you don't have good internet access. Like, that's the best case scenario. You live in the middle of nowhere. You don't have to deal with any neighbors. You don't have the internet, so you're not reading all that crap. And you get paid to stay at home. Sign me up for that deal. Where do you send my check? Here comes the money. Send me the check immediately. Post me up on a $6.99 deal immediately. Dollar, dollar. Dollar, dollar. Yeah, I can't get on that six ninety nine deal fast enough. <laughs> uh, by the way, the union is grieving this uh, because they're they're concerned about having uh, to you know use that extra time off and stuff. Good golly, Miss Molly, that'll send business owners' blood pressure straight through the roof. Again, tomorrow I can't publicize this enough. I cannot pimp this out enough. Tomorrow we're live, 7 o'clock. Make sure you're here. I need you on my phones. I need you on my text board. And if we can prove that we can do it live every single night, here's how the evolution works. We do this tomorrow night. It's audio only, just like the radio. And I have almost this studio now set up for video too. So the next evolution will be same deal, video and audio, so you can catch the audio, you can catch the video and audio, or you just willy it up in a podcast afterwards, you listen to it whenever you want. We're going to have options. That's the cool thing. So if it all works out and we get good participation, I could do it every night at 7, basically. It might be the odd night I can't do it uh, because of hockey or something, but most nights we'd be able to do it. Have some fun. Podcast it up. Everyone have some fun. Some stuff you might find interesting. I have talked about this. I don't know why big cities who have these big uh, sewage plants and, of course, all these sewer lines. I don't know why everyone who lives in big cities has to be so disgusting. Like, I have walked you through it numerous times. You can flush pee, poop, and toilet paper in the toilet. That's it. Nothing else. It's number one, number two, and teepee. Let's go through it. Can I put um, feminine products in the toilet? Okay. Um, Can I flush my bacon grease down the toilet? Uh, Goldfish? Well, goldfish you might get away with. Okay, no goldfish. I got it. Can I flush condoms? Can I 
flush peanut butter? Can I flush toilet paper? Number one and number two? Correct answer. That's it. Again, in the UK, they're dealing with what is called a fatberg. Now, if you think about your job and all the things you dislike about your job, I got it. Maybe your boss is a jerk. Maybe you hate your commute. Maybe you don't even like the customers. Maybe you even hate the product that you're selling. But your job is not even as bad, not even close to being as bad as the dudes that have to deal with the fatberg. When you go into sections of the sewer in the UK, in the East London area of the UK, they are dealing with these massive fatbergs, which is people flushing stuff down their toilets, clogging sections of the sewer. There is a fatberg the size of a small bungalow. Now, a small bungalow is usually what? A thousand square feet? So imagine you're driving and you look in some neighborhood, there's a bungalow, it's a thousand square feet, it's got a couple bedrooms, a bathroom, maybe a nice little kitchen and living room, and a a downstairs where you can hang out in the man cave. Yeah, it's nice. Except that, imagine that now not as a wonderful little place to raise your family, instead a mass of disgustingness that dummies keep flushing down the toilet, clogging things up. Uh, These guys got to go in there with high-powered water jets and hand tools to chip away a rock-like heap. They they say the smell is like composting festival toilets and rotten meat. Mmm. Thanks for sharing that with me, John. That's good. That's good. What would you like? Mm. Do you have anything that smells like composting festival toilets and rotten meat? (laughs) Although, let's be honest composting festival toilets and rotten meat does sound like a great cover band. John, where are you going this weekend? Eh, I'm going down to the pub. Going to watch a new band. Oh, who's playing? Oh, they're called Smells Like Composting Festival Toilets and Rotten Meat. Oh, they don't sound very good at all. No, I bet you they're horrible. Anyway, they say it's disgusting. It takes brutal force and teamwork to clear it. This is not the first time a fatberg has existed. And if you research it, many cities in Canada are having this exact same problem. London, Ontario actually did a video explaining to people not to be stupid when they go to flush stuff. (laughs) Hey, what do you do for a living? Uh, Clear out fatbergs. Oh, that doesn't sound fun. No, it's the shits, man. It is the shits. So no matter what your job, let me tell you, it ain't as bad as the Fatberg engineers. At least they get the title of engineer. A couple surveys I have in my hand to share with you. If you could be one age for the rest of your life, what age would you choose? It's not going back to your 20s. It's not your 40s or 50s. According to the survey, the majority of us would like to be 36. 36. I don't know about you, but I would not say 36. I would probably say my best years. I don't know. I guess it depends. Am I doing selfish years? Selfish years, it's definitely 22. 100%. 2223. 100%. Now, the proper family man answer? 
Let me see. Uh, it's probably 36. The family man answer is 36 because my kids were all either born or just being born. We had a nice little family thing going on. It was lovely. I mean, we still have a nice little family thing going on now. Don't get me wrong. They're just older and they don't care about me anymore. I'm not cool. Anyhow, they say 36. Discuss amongst yourselves. And another survey here in my hands. A third of drivers say their vehicles are full of junk. Do you got a fat bird in your car? I'll tell you what I do now. Keep my vehicle clean. I keep a bag in the back seat. Everything goes in it. That bag gets thrown out after every trip. Boom. Another grocery bag in the vehicle. Fill it up. Gone. I keep it pretty clean. Now, it does need a cleaning right now because of the winter. But it's not like a big jump heap. Junk heap. 35% of drivers say they don't know how, they, how often they should wash their car. That's easy, when it's dirty. Uh, one in five haven't cleaned their car within the past three months. 10% don't even remember the last time they cleaned their car. Can you just clean your car so it's not filthy and disgusting? Can you get on that for me, please? Uh, coming up, we have a frank discussion about friends with benefits. <laughs> Big news coming soon. Great news. In other news. Oh, in other news. In other news. So in other news, these are the stories you'll want to talk about with your family, your friends, and your coworkers. Make sure you tell them to join us here on the Pole Position Podcast. Spread the word, if you don't mind. I don't know what's going on in the world. Like, you think of across the pond. You got the UK, you got France, you got Scotland, Germany, that whole area... What is the Florida of that area? You know how like we have like the spot on the North American map where all the crazies go and we get all the crazy stories? Well, we know that's Florida, right? It's just a case of Florida being Florida. Whenever we see the Florida man stories, we know it's just a case of Florida being Florida. So over there across the pond, it has to be Scotland, I think. Why do I say that? Well, a Scottish woman bit off a part of a man's tongue in a street ball brawl. Now, imagine this. I don't know how you bite someone's tongue off in the middle of a brawl. I don't know how you do that, but she did it. This is the part that is very Florida-like. She's in the brawl. She bites off the man's tongue, and a seagull swoops down and ate it. Bethany Ryan, who's 27, clashed with a stranger, James McKenzie. They were in an argument. After she walked towards him with a clenched fist, she inexplicitly kissed him. And then she chomped off about a three-centimeter piece of his tongue. She kissed him on the lips during the course and bit through his tongue and caused a piece of his tongue to be removed. After he spat out the bloody chunk of the organ, a bird plucked it off the ground and ate it, meaning it couldn't be surgically reattached. Again, this sounds very Florida, but is Scotland the Florida across the pond? It might be. Meanwhile, in Arizona, a man faked his own kidnapping to get out of work. Not the first Not the first or the last to do this. The kidnapping trick never works, by the way. 
Kids 19, Brandon Souls, claimed he had been kidnapped by two masked men, says the men knocked him unconscious and then drove him around in a vehicle before leaving him by a water tower. The police were able to determine that Souls staged his own kidnapping in order to get out of work at the tire factory that day. He didn't want to go down and work at the old tire factory. By the way, he doesn't have to worry about that anymore. He was fired. A police commander, Mark Tercio, explains the plan. He informed us that he, at first, stuffed a bandana in his mouth. Uh, he took off his own belt and bound his hands with his own belt and <laughs> laid on the ground and scooted out near the side of the road where somebody could see him. Uh, the police gathered a whole bunch of evidence. They CSI'd him. Yeah, they see they CSI'd him right up. And once they got their evidence, his story fell apart. Informed us that he was hit in the head and stuffed in a car in front of his home. But when we located video surveillance of in front of his home, we were able to see no such thing. The motive? He admitted that he fabricated the story because he didn't want to go to work. Good golly, Miss Molly. Good golly, Miss Molly. Now, again, in other news, this story, I think their hearts are in the right place. Unfortunately, their minds might be fried. In Mesa, Arizona, they have a marijuana dispensary uh, that is partnered with the Desert Trails Animal Shelters for an adoption event. Here's the deal. If you adopt a dog, you get five pre-rolled joints. Now... I don't think we would encourage someone. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think we would encourage a shelter to give away five free beers. If you get a dog, we want people that are getting pets to be in their right mind right out of the gates. The dispensary's bud tender, bud tender, great name, Rachel Nelson. She says they started the program It's called Pups and Pre-Rolls. Everyone should have a best friend to smoke with. I really like to promote getting the dogs adopted from the shelters. Hey, so why not have Pups and Pre-Rolls? Here's why. You shouldn't be smoking pot near Uh. your dog. (laughs) She's proud the event has been so successful. Every dog, including all the mamas, were adopted at every event. That's good news. I just... Again, the hearts are in the right place. I'm not so sure. Not so sure. It's it's the best combo. Not so sure. But hey, if it's working, God bless them. Finally, in other news, Duke University in North Carolina, they are uh, drawing some praise for their effort to limit the spread of COVID-19 on their campus. However, some are disappointed that a large maskless gathering of 50 plus people took place On the campus, Duke students, faculty, and staff are expected to sign a pledge that lays out the rules and expectations during the pandemic. But a whole bunch of universities said, hey, what are you doing with a maskless party? Freshman Haley Williams, she's like, hey, why can't these kids just follow the rules? Whenever I hear this stuff, I mean, it makes me a little upset. We've already gotten a lot of warnings, and I feel like if we can do a better job of, like, indicating and figuring out exactly who those individuals are, who are, uh, you know, really, like, promoting these gatherings, they should definitely get a talking to. They should definitely get a talking to. Facts. 
Look, Haley, if we knew why some people didn't want to follow the rules, we'd all be millionaires. Natalie, she says she hopes people will just start to take responsibility. I'm with you, Natalie. I'm hoping that, you know, everyone that happened to be part of it will quarantine or, you know, make sure they're tested and make sure they're responsible. Yeah, make sure they're responsible. If only there was a university where we could teach that. Mm Mm-hmm. restored my faith in humanity you know let me restore your faith in humanity twice bonus edition we start in the freezing alps of italy northeast italy i love dogs this dog spent seven nights in the freezing temperatures with his owners in the foothills of the alps in northeast italy until they were rescued ash the dog was with his unnamed owner, who was 33, who had broken his ankle. They were taking a hike in the mountains. Uh, The man told officials he slipped for several meters in a canal, and despite his broken ankle and other injuries from his fall, he dragged himself close to the water. The accident happened at an elevation of 2,300 feet, and the man was unable to call for help because there was no cell signal. Despite conditions, the man said he managed to survive thanks to the company of the dog. The man was thirsty and hungry, but after being stabilized by the medical team, he was winched onto a helicopter at 9 a.m. And the dog and the owner were flown to safety. You got to love dogs, man. Everyone else will leave you, but your dog is with you. God bless those four-legged furballs. Love them. And also to restore your faith in humanity in Utah... They are letting residents pay parking fines by donating food. Now, I rag on government employees uh, from time to time, but I like it when someone adds common sense. Heber City, Utah, for over the last couple weeks, they wrote more than 300 parking tickets to people parked in the street despite having a ban to do so during snowstorms. This happens in Canada a lot. Big snowstorm, people are parked, they get tickets. So instead of being dicks about it, they came up with an idea of how to improve their community. What did they do? They said, look, if you got a citation, we will wipe out your ticket if you donate food to the local food bank. So they had four or five different drop-off points throughout the city. And... You just drop them off, and they basically ixnade your ticket. They took something that was a pain in the butt for everyone, snow, and dealing with snow. They got to keep the streets clean to get them cleared, understandable. But you don't have to take money from people's pockets. Instead, why not ask them to do something to help someone else? Good thinking. I love it. That should restore your faith in humanity just a little bit. Tomorrow night, we're live at 7. If you're not on our Brain Trust email, make sure you email me right now, nightside at email.com. You'll get an email tomorrow night when we go live with the link. You'll be able to call. You'll be able to text. It's going to be wonderful. If you don't want to do the email, that's cool. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at John Pohl, at J-O-N-P-O-L-E. I'll get you that link tomorrow just before 7. And Instagram, the poll position, podcast. Go get it on Instagram. We're going to do this tomorrow night. It's a good test. It's either going to go flawless and smooth, or it's going to be a basically a whole car crash. That's what it's going to be. But we're going to make it through together, and we'll have fun no matter what. I'm not going to have a call screener. 
just going to be little old me doing everything myself. I can't wait. 7 o'clock, make sure you're on the link to get in the know. And when you get it, share it with everyone you got. Let's see how many listeners we can get. I say anything over two is a success. Uh, the best part is uh, when we're done, it becomes a podcast. So whether you're there or not, it doesn't matter. But man, I'd love to have you along for the ride. So make sure nightside at email.com, email me, or hit me up on Twitter at John Paul. Or of course, you can do the Instagram thing, Pole Position Podcast. Now, let's talk about friends with benefits. Fran Dresser, you know her from the nanny. The high-pitched, kind of whiny kind of voice, Fran Drescher. She's been doing the press tour to talk about a bunch of, like, important stuff in her life. And, and one of the things she got talking about is how she has this relationship that is basically friends with benefits. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't date. I don't have to deal with that. I got a setup to ensure my needs are met. She has a, an ex-husband who is gay. She's like, he is awesome. He fulfills a lot of my needs. But I also got someone on the side who is a friend with benefits. And a friend with benefits, in case you don't know, is a friend that comes over and the benefit is, you know, that's the benefit. That's the benefit. Is it that they come over and bake? That's not the benefit. Is it they come over and they vacuum? Not the benefit. Is it they come over and they, yeah, that's the benefit, right? Please. That's the benefit. Correct answer. She's like, we got a routine couple times a month. He comes over, he makes us some food. We hang out. We sit in the hot tub. We lay in bed. We watch a little tennis, maybe a movie. We have a good conversation. And of course, let's not forget dot, dot, dot. We have sex. It's delightful, and it keeps me going. Does the friends with benefit deal actually work? Someone on the text says, John, I love that idea, as long as Fran Drescher is included. Awesome. I can't make that happen. I'm sorry. Uh, Friends with benefits actually work? Here's Mario. Mario, welcome to the program. Have you ever had this uh, friends with benefit deal? Uh, yeah, over the years, I've, I've had several friends of benefits uh, situations, but um, it's important to have to be upfront, completely honest, and each first each partner has to say exactly what they want and to be to be vocal and yeah, again, be honest. Again, if some if someone if someone if there's any jealousy at any point, uh, like you always talk about it and have everything up front. You say what you want and what you don't want to do, and you abide by that, and it works out. Sometimes, Mary- it does, sometimes it doesn't. Mary, can you have more than one friend with benefits at one time, or is it like only one friend at a time? Um, yeah, you, you can obviously, but like uh, you can again, you want to take a look at yourself and see if you want to be the person that has that. Uh, sorry, that does that does have more than one friend with benefits, and then also, do you want to let that other person know? Obviously, be responsible and let that other person know that the person that I'm have a friend with benefits is is sexually active with another person. So again. Um, one, they want to make sure, are they using condoms? Are they being responsible? Are they being safe? Are they getting checked regularly? Like myself, I get checked every well, every partner. Almost every every three months, I, uh, I go and get checked just to be sure in case anything is wrong. I'm always up front. Not like you're just, it's just like you, you remember to get your oil checked in your car, and while you're doing that, you do the other check. I like that, Mario. Very grown-up of you. 
All right. Mario's got it going on. He's like, hey, I've got some uh, I got some friends with benefits over the years. Let's get the other side of the coin from the expert female opinion. This is Maria. Maria, do you actually know Mario? He wasn't your friend with benefit, was he? No, he's not. Uh, he's okay, just make... of, I agree with a lot of stuff that he said. So I've been on both sides. I've been in the friends with benefits that work, and I've been in the friends with benefits that doesn't work. Okay, what is the definition of a friend with benefit that works? So I guess it's, you know, I think maturity is a big thing. Both people need to understand what friends with benefits mean. I mean, it is, it is exactly that. The friend with benefits, period. Um, so the problem is, is when somebody, you know, for whatever reason, falls hard with that person and wants more, and, the, and you know, the partner doesn't because that's not what they were signing up for. And I know emotions sometimes are difficult. They are. Like, we're human. But, you know, friends with benefits is just that. And the time, and once one of the partners changes that format, that's when it becomes a problem. So I've been in that situation. It was not fun. But I'm presently in a friends with benefits situation for about four years, and it's, it's been working great. I work a lot, and, and I sort of my thing, and, and what Mario said, like you have to sort of be upfront right from the beginning. This is what it is. The problem is, even when you are upfront, you can't play with somebody's emotions. So you are up front, and some people just think, oh, this person's great, and they fall in, in love, and they want more, and, uh, you know, and I don't particularly want that. And in so your case where you say it's uh, working out, uh, I mean, Fran Drescher, she says they get together a couple times a month. How frequently do you get together? I would say a minimum of once a week. Uh, that's a minimum. So it's, it's probably a little more regular. Uh, so maybe that's why it's working out even better for me. But, um, yeah, it's minimum once a week. Do you ever get greedy with your friends with benefits and try and work in, like, a cutting of the grass or a shoveling of your driveway or something else? Never. Never. <laughs> and you and keep that's it... what it is. It's that understanding. It's, it is. There's a maturity level for it. Uh, Interesting. I'm in, my 50s. I'm in my 50s, and I'm more sexually active than my friends that are 10 years younger than me. And, and in your experience, uh, how long can it last for? Well, I can tell you uh, this is not the first time I've been in this situation, and um, I would say the longest that I've been in a relationship that friends with benefits was just over five years. And I'm just entering year four with the situation I'm in now. And do you expect a card at uh, Christmas or Valentine's Day for that deal, or is it just no friends with benefits? So funny thing is, I don't expect it. Um, uh, I do get it, uh, but I, I don't expect it um, because it's you know. So the, so so there is a little bit of that crossover. Uh, you know, you, yeah, listen, I feel like you generally have to care for somebody if you for if, sure, yeah. If, you know, for that long that period of time, it's it's just going over to the next step, which is, you know, I'm just not interested in that. And my life is complete the way it is. So, like, I, I'm not missing out on anything, as far as I'm concerned. Somebody might say something different uh, and say, well, why don't you go to the next step? But my feeling is you go to the next step and it changes the it changes the dynamic and, and, and then it doesn't work. Uh, like I said, I've been there before. So as long Most as it of, works, I'm happy. Most important question, Maria, 
What do your friends call him? Or is he like totally like no one knows he exists or she exists, whatever it is? So for the most part, uh, my friends don't know who he is. So they know that I have a friend, but they don't know who that friend is. And I think that that's, the anonymity is important um, because, again, it can cause other problems. So it's, yeah. Yeah, so it's like my little secret, and you know what? I love it. I have no problem talking about it. But uh, I'm not about to introduce them to to my close friends. Uh, who do you who I, do you care for more, your friends with benefits or your Facebook friends? <laughs> uh, definitely my friend with benefits. There you go. All right. Well, hey, uh, thank you for sharing, Maria. I appreciate the no call. Problem. We've done enough talking. Are you done? done. I'm done. Yeah, and it's done. Okay, done. We made it. I appreciate you spending time with the Pole Position Podcast. You're always welcome to reach out. I love your feedback. Nightside at email.com. On Twitter at John Paul at J-O-N-P-O-L-E. And on Instagram, the Pole Position Podcast. If you enjoy what we're doing, do me a favor. Share it with someone you trust. We're going to take over the world together. I am John Paul. And I love you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Thank you so much. Thank you very little. Thank you so much. No, I'm here. And peace. I'm out like I stole something. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.